the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day are, because we still haven't updated that imaging, oh well. First one is plasticity. P-L-A-S-T-I-C-I-T-Y, a noun meaning the capability of being molded, receiving shape, or being made to assume a desired form. So like the plasticity of social institutions or the plasticity of a young mind. That is one of the words of the day. I'll let you take a stab at who that's for. That is, that is tantalizing my mind. And then we got Flans word of the day unofficially brought to you by urbandictionary.com this is a good one flan i think you're gonna like it pasted <laughs> p-a-s-t-e-d fucking pasted mm-hmm. pasted uh pasted is the ceo what do you i'm just gonna let you take a stab what do you think it's Mateo? absolutely belligerently drunk that's what you think pasted is all right mateo what do you think pasted means uh you're you're drunk and used uh you use copy and paste all right, you guys really think it's drunk all right no you're wrong Okay, that makes so sense. Oh, dude, I'm so pasted right now. Pasted, oh, pasted, bro. <laughs> pasted is the state of consciousness when an individual is so stoned that they liter- they are literally unable to move, finding themselves pasted to the couch or their attention ah. pasted to some form of entertainment like a movie or long series of YouTube videos. Pasted. Have you, have you guys ever been in that state? Totally pasted, bro. A younger me, maybe. Ah. I, I can't incriminate current day myself, but uh, current day self, because you know we're we're kind of slowly getting back on the straight and narrow. But uh, uh, back in the day, yes, I I did experience my days of being pasted. No shame. It's legal now. You're not gonna own up to that, no. Nah. Okay. Maybe I did I did open up the did open up the closet there too much there revealed too much of the skeleton. I don't know. We'll see. Mateo? Yes. No. Whoa. Younger younger Mateo pasted. You know, with an edible, the only Moving time, the on. only time no. I ever had an edible, <laughs> it's yeah. legal now. I can yeah. I can talk about it, right? Yeah, it sounded like Obama. Yeah, I inhaled. Yeah. I, I inhaled. Inhale. Yeah, I inhaled. Inhaled. Uh, past tense. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, good show today. So, uh, you guys, you guys ready to get started? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Let's get it on. See me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own, man Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean Seashell, had to get it myself At the house since the young and I've been paying my bills For the longest I don't need you, all you niggas see through Round up motherfuckers, I can wait through Too much money to be making, need it why Work for myself like all you niggas sign it Nigga, you probably can Google me, eh Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'ma get fresh to economy, eh I'ma go back to hiatus If these juice won't play this Might die, might die R.I.P. to my pain
And welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. Gas bags with fun facts. Podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes. Sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth, joined in the garage by my co-hosts and friends, Brennan Flanagan. Hello. And Matteo Pulverari. Howdy. Matteo, it's been a while. Yeah. It's Where like you been? Stain song. Why did you? What, what? What did we do to you? Why didn't you want to come back? I, I turned thirty-two. Oh. Yeah. Life, happy life birthday. got in the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big nice. big moves. How does that make you feel? God, am I am I still the oldest? Is oh, yeah. how old's Tim? I think Tim is thirty-one still. Okay, so yeah. I am the yeah. So the village yeah. elder. Uh, the cohort elder. The wise. Uh, the wise. Yeah, we'll uh, see about that. So wise. Lop yes, through the lenses. Congratulations on making another three hundred sixty-five days. Thank you. Yeah. It's just an arbitrary number, but thank you. Big, big, yeah. I know, I've always looked at birthdays as like, I think that's more for your mom. Like, as like, a, hey, you you birthed me, you know, mm-hmm. or, or your parents, I should say. I don't want to just, you know, put that on one one set. Uh, whoever whoever you were close with, you know, that's for them. Because it's like, hey, you've made it this far. This is a, a resemblance of we've been able to raise you for X amount of years. All right. Uh, Flan, we got a new segment that we're going to start shaking things up with here. Uh, since you and we're trying to understand the language of the frats and everything that's going on, uh, right? A little bit of fratitude coming to the show, brought to you by Brendan Flanagan. So uh, it's a new segment called Alpha, Beta, Zeta. So you're going to give us one alpha thing from the world, one beta thing from the world, and then Zeta, please explain, because I'm a little confused when we were trying to workshop this. this uh, Zeta is just a joke that our buddies have when it's, you're even lower than a beta, you're a Zeta, because Zeta is the last letter in an alphabet. So, last. so okay, so funny. Zeta, Zeta is like a weird and loserish type deal. Oh, the lowest of the low. Lowest of the low. All right, so alpha, beta, Zeta. Lower than a beta. Brendan Flanagan's alpha, beta, zeta. Let's start off with alpha. Who is the alpha? We're going to the alpha this week to Trump. Oh, Donald Trump. That's gonna he welcomed back that. Joe Biden with a saucy video this week. Oh, <laughs> what kind of video? Was that what? Was it on all social medias? Or oh, just it was on Twitter, and it got about almost a quarter of a million likes I'm and about this up right now. a lot of retweets. And it was basically a video of uh, Biden sh- talking about how close he got with girls. Oh no! And then it was and it was a caption, "Welcome back, Joe." And then just Trump putting some creepy picture hands over Biden's shoulders and then Biden kissing Biden. It was pretty funny. You guys, if you don't have seen it, check it out. I'm it's looking for it right funny. now. Dude, he tweeted out so much this past day. <laughs> God. Oh, two the days machine. ago. I think it got deleted, man. The video got deleted? Really? Yeah, I don't see no it No way. Yeah. I don't think it got deleted. I showed you last night. I know. That's what I'm saying. You showed me briefly at the bar last night and I'm looking through everything right now and I don't see anything. I'm going to look through his media. All right, look at the media. Too better. Oh yeah, uh, three days ago. That's where it's from. Okay. It's buried between all the six a.m. tweets. <laughs> and then it's Joe Biden. Joe Biden sneaking up and kissing Joe Biden. That's pretty good. Yeah, whoever made that video and then sent it. So yeah, Trump's the alpha for being dumb enough to fucking tw- to tweet that out. That's ballsy. I can't believe we live in a day and age when our president does shit like that. Yeah, just, when I saw that, care. it doesn't surprise me, but I was like, damn. Also, I was like, holy shit, he sunk that campaign before it even began. Right, man? I like, was if, like I was, if I was Joe Biden, if I was a campaign advisor for Joe Biden, if you're running as a, as a Republican, you could definitely make the switch over and say, hugs, not drugs, because it's, it's not as big a deal on the other side as it is uh, as it appears to be. But then, um, 
Yeah, oh, that's I I can't believe that man. We, yeah, I mean, this is political argument. warfare now. I mean, that's somebody they, somebody made that. Gosh, I'm blanking who said on Twitter, but yeah, you said the people on the left they have to they have to run. They put themselves in this. They have to be squeaky clean, <laughs> oh. and so that whole thing's just gonna. Yeah, I don't, he's it's got just gonna <laughs> follow him. I don't know how. He's and Trump's good. got his favorites of who he wants to run against too, which is like crazy because he's just got the eclipse lined up <laughs> to take care of him, and he's just disposed of Joe yeah, Biden at one. It's like uh, the duck duck game, duck hunter. Yeah. Says, boom, you're done. All right, Flan, uh, your beta for this episode. My beta for this episode. We're going back to Russell Wilson because oh, he's a beta we're, for we're asking for another contract because he is the epitome <laughs> of beta and he's the <laughs> fakest human being in the NFL. What's his draft value? If you, if the Giants wanted to get Russell Wilson, what do you think? What do you think he's worth? Uh, six and seventeen. I'd give up six and seventeen for yes, Russell Wilson. Yes, he's that. I mean, if, if, if he if he was a if he was a really like franchise changing quarterback, he'd be like a next year's first two, but he's not. So it's just these two because Russell Wilson's a beta and he should not. He is he is a. He is the Mark Sanchez of the NFL right now. Wow, yep. wow. The yep. butt You're here first. You're the, here first. Is it possible to even get a butt fumble reputation without oh, having a Russell butt Wilson is uh, just rode the, cur- the coattails of uh, Beast Mode and the Legion of Boom. Okay. Just like Kaepernick did. Hot takes. With Gore and Niners defense. Okay, we're playing all the hits today. Hey. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, what's your what's your weigh in on that? <laughs> oh, well, cap? Yeah, no, no, not cap. Yeah. The Russell Wilson. Oh, Russell Wilson beta. beta. I think That's a huge beta. The, they're gonna pay him, and he should get paid. I was gonna say easy, easy said and done. <laughs> Another and then, Niner fan weighing in on the issue. Yeah, I re- I've, I've I've grown to respect him as much as I, I hate him. Okay, He's, interesting. Yeah, I mean, God, he beat the way he beat them in the pocket a couple uh, years ago. It's like okay, and that's uh, that's enough. I'm tired. Of I hate his Instagram, though. Fuck his Instagram. Oh, thank you. <laughs> there's a lot to not yeah, like about gosh. him as a person. Yeah, but as a f- I mean, just just because he comes off as super fake is what I should say. I understand where Flan's coming from there. He's a mm. very good person off the field. I'm not going to question that. But there's the way he interacts and the way he talks. When I see these interviews with him and just like I wonder, I, and I hear the reports that come out of the locker room. I wonder what kind of guy he is. He just he seems like a salesman, but just like a really bad a really bad salesman, you know, just trying to be like, everything's cool, you know, we're just going to be so uh, ignorantly optimistic about everything, you know, it's it's crazy, you know, I, I mean, we're going to have a great time. We're I mean, gonna I go out there, we're going to try hard. It works like, with this coach. I mean, that's the that's the way the coach wants to go. They're but one in the yeah. same. Yeah. So, you know, I can't blame him for the way he, that's that's the way he's kind of programmed as he goes with, with Pete. And, Do you, you know, think works the Seahawks for the pay him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. they pay him. So you think the Seahawks pay him? Flan, you. I'm not gonna ask you because I don't want to hit the. Re, I don't want to hit restart on that. You probably so hope they pay him. Though. I think they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna handcuff themselves and they won't be able to afford anything on defense. And then it's gonna be Russell Wilson make something happen. Here but they the didn't even two, do much years. last year. I mean, they had what they had. Everybody thought the defense was gonna drop off. Yeah, they still held through. We'll see what they do in the draft too. So, not quite ready for that just yet. All right, Flan. What's the Zeta? What's the what's the lowest of the? Oh, uh, Yasiel Puig single-handedly trying to fight. I don't know. It might be it might be more of an alpha move, but I mean, in terms of the Pirates, I was very Zeta. Um, <laughs> tried to fight the entire Pirates team yeah, on his own. Pretty Zeta of the Pittsburgh Pirates <laughs> to not be able to take out Yasiel Puig in a one v twenty-five matchup. Yeah, plus the bullpen too. Like, very what was going Zeta, on? Very Zeta. Yeah. Right. Did you see that today? Yeah, I saw clips of it. I saw a picture pop up on Twitter, a perfect picture that yeah, literally shows like, Holy him. Crap. It is just Puig's back to the camera and just all the pirates looking right there. And there's a couple reds there, but Puig is just ready for all the smoke. Dude, I, future, I, I call him future giant Yasiel Puig. Really? You think he'll end up in a giant? I just, I don't think there's much out there next year for free agency with the way everybody's getting locked up, and I don't feel the reds are going to lock him up. And so Farhan has. They got money. 
Faron has passed with him. I feel they've they've got a hole. They they're gonna uh, get yeah, him. Yeah, he came from the Dodgers, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Route sixty six actually is gonna <laughs> connect to San Francisco. Yeah, well, so. Puig in the outfield. Yeah, be ready for that. All right, so Flans Alpha Beta Zeta Alpha Trump with the Biden video. Beta is Russell Wilson's contract talks. Apparently, just because we don't like right, Russell Wilson. Weird. This is not a Russell Wilson podcast. Not a Russell Wilson podcast. <laughs> dearly noted. And uh, at least on Flans end there. I think he's a good quarterback. I'd have him on the fantasy team, but whatever. Uh, and then your Zeta is Puig. Or really, I guess we're going to flip this narrative. The Pittsburgh Pirates fighting Puig and not beating him. So, yes, Alpha, Beta, Zeta. We look forward to the return of that next episode. Thank you, Flan. Thank you. All right, first talking point. Uh, well, we got four to choose from here. I have Aaron Rodgers, Paul Pierce, March Madness final and Mateo's mock draft. So Flan, which one do you want to pick first? You pick us on to the next topic since we're leaving your your segment. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Paul. Rodgers. Okay, we're gonna start with Aaron Rodgers. Thank you. All right. Did you guys see that report on Bleacher Report? Yeah, I read it last. Uh, I read it during my lunch break because I you texted me what we were gonna talk about. I was like, oh shit, I better be on. I better be on the Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Because I yeah. Well, Long that's story. good. That's good that you did your journalistic responsibility and you read it because I'll tell you right now, I didn't read a <laughs> damn word of that thing. Uh, it's just from what I've heard from other people in the media says that it was a pretty damning report. Um, with sorry, I'm getting comfortable here, fellas. Okay, it was just a pretty... Oh, make yourself oh, comfortable, man. First time on the leg, the yeah, leg on right. the desk. Have right. you done, do you do that with the other people here? No, I do not. I've, I've, we've reached this point in the, in the podcast where I'm very comfortable. I'm willing to expose uh, this vulnerability. All right. Or it would be like... A, yeah, that'd be like, bow, chicka, wow. All right. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've heard from other sources it's a very damning report for not only Mike McCarthy, but also Aaron Rodgers as well. Um, apparently it was all peaches and cream at the start of the relationship, although there was still some resentment there from Aaron Rodgers because Mike McCarthy liked Alex Smith more. Um, I think both these guys need to get over it and grow up, but Aaron Rodgers seems like the type of guy that would hold on to a grudge for life. Like Ask his you, brother. Yeah, I was going to say, if you drank uh, the rest of the juice in the fridge that was meant for Aaron Rodgers, he w- and you were his roommate in college, he would never speak to you for the rest of his life on earth. Um, love Earth because he'd be so mad. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great place. I love living here too. Uh, so no, you look like a Mars guy. Oh, do I really? Just totally out of space, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then Mike, <laughs> Mike McCarthy was getting massages. I don't know if he was getting Robert crafted, but uh, well, that remains to be seen. Uh, what do you guys think of the report? Who do you think it hurts more? Flan, do you even know what we're talking about? Yeah, the Aaron Rodgers report. Okay, good. Can you give me some more about that? Do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, I do. Because I think before he this. Uh, 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 what? Yeah. No, it's just you operate on my schedule and then get back to me on when you're, it's okay to look tired. All right. I am wearing this week on my face right now. You can do it. I'm we well aware. I can't wait to go to bed tonight mm-hmm. and then wake up hella early and go back to work. Like, Nothing better oh, like early. dropping yeah. a Mr. Radio producer. No, no, you know, sort of. But anyway, kind uh, of. you're all kind Flynn, of, sort of. So tell me, what is your thoughts about this report? Damning for Aaron Rodgers, damning for Mike McCarthy. Who does it hurt more? Uh, and does it even matter? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right, good, good. Thank you, Flan. <laughs> Mateo. Go. Who does it hurt more? Since Flan answered the other question, you have to answer this question. Who does it hurt more, Aaron Rodgers or Mike McCarthy? I feel it hurts Rodgers more. I feel like there's more pressure on him. He's McCarthy's out of the limelight. I don't know what he's if he's even going to be on TV. 
And and plus, a lot of people, his stock has fallen too. He's sure doing his hardest to try and stay on TV. Yeah. So I mean, on radio at least. Yeah, with Rogers. Yeah, I mean, the pressure's on now. Is like you got to win. You had the excuse with McCarthy there, Mm -hmm. and then they bring in a guy that is going to be, by all reports, equally as smart as you in football because he came from the Sean McVay tree. So automatically, he's a genius. Uh, That's where I feel it's going to go. Well, I heard. I heard uh, they they. Apparently, they called uh, Aaron Rodgers after they made the hire with LaFleur, and they said, don't be a problem. So the Packers acknowledged to some extent they've kind of created a monster there. Uh, granted, a monster that had problems on his own before he first showed up. But I think Aaron Rodgers is also the product of being patient and being shelved, or at least the Packers' patience of shelving him and having him learn behind Brett Favre because he said he didn't like Brett Favre. And it sure sounds like from whatever whatever's coming out of there right now that he's turned into Brett Favre. Yeah, that was the exact thing. But I mean, it goes back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. I mean, with Roethlisberger, these guys, Brady, they the quarterbacks have leeway. Yeah, oh, for sure. And I mean, for what they're paid and for what they do and how difficult it is, they're gonna have leeway, right or wrong. I mean, it's just the part you have to live with. The two guys that touch the ball the most on every offensive possession: the quarterback and the center. And the center is not the face of your franchise. Mm-hmm. So it leaves the quarterback left. And, of course, he's going to get paid the most, and he's also going to get a little bit more leeway when it comes to those things. So I think it looks bad for both of them, but at the same time, I also agree with you, Flan. I don't think it matters anymore because they've moved on. So we know Aaron Rodgers is kind of a dick. We know Mike McCarthy probably a little bit of aloof to some extent, probably a little full of himself, mm-hmm. uh, arrogant or ignorantly, whatever you want to call it. But it's I just, just think it's weird that he's still holding the grudge of that Alex Smith thing. Well, part of it's also they're doing whatever they can to stay in the news, at least well, Mike McCarthy. Tim Kawakami had a story that he, he bumped up on his athletic was that when he t- sat down and talked with, he talked with Mike McCarthy and Jim Hostetler in 2005, and point blank, they asked him, they said they saw their articles because he said he wanted the draft Rodgers for the Niners. That's what he wrote about. And they, they told him every reason why he was wrong and why they backed Alex Smith. And so McCarthy has never let it go as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's huh. a true story. That's what I've heard is that uh, Rodgers is, you know, he's one of those guys that will hold on to a grudge forever. So he made the comment about the, the Jews. Yeah, but, I mean, McCarthy was, I mean, they were very adamant. And I, 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 that's why it was surprising when he took the Packers' job. But he took the Packers' job after the Niners' offense was 32nd the year that he ran in 2005. It was historically a bad offense. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Mateo, pick between Paul Pierce or the March Madness final. I'm not going to have you pick your own mock draft. That's not fair. March Madness. Are we going to go March yeah. Madness final? All Woo! right. So, everybody wants the upsets. And then you end up with a March Madness final that is Virginia versus Texas Tech. Now, granted, it's a top three seed playing a top, you know, I mean, a number one seed playing a three seed, so it's still going to be a compelling matchup. But it's just like this is this is really going to be a final where defense is going to be, you know, like remember the LSU-Alabama games that would be like, you know, no touchdowns, all field goals. It would be defensive showdowns, and we'd have to learn to love that. I feel like that's what we're going to get on Monday night when they when these two teams square off. Is Virginia's known for playing very good defense, and Texas is Texas Tech has been playing great defense this entire tournament. Uh, I think Texas Tech probably shoots the ball a little bit better from beyond the arc um, than Virginia. So it'll be interest interesting to watch. Although definitely not the final. That's definitely not an interesting enough matchup that's going to compel me to run to the TV. Right? Like if I remember that the national champ, if I happen to remember that the national championship is on at like 5:30 or whenever it's scheduled <laughs> to be on, I'll tune in. But if I forget, then I forget, and I probably missed, you know, a good portion of the first half. Was it Duke Butler, uh, 61-59? Was that the one that was really bad offensively? 
I don't know. Well, I think it might have been bad offensively, and then we just remember it because that was the game that had Gordon Hayward shot coming down at the at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. So, you are either one of you guys gonna be watching this game? Um, I'll watch it totally. Um, Why? Just because it's probably the best thing on TV at the moment. It's a championship game. That's why. That's yeah. usually why. But there is the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. That's a huge Monday Night Raw. So I mean, that's up in the air too. I, I, I mean, the crowd's gonna be hot. Can't make any commitments right now. Yeah, Sorry. I know. Raw. Three hours of Raw are a, a low-scoring championship game. I saw. I saw a tweet today that was about. Um, it's like college basketball is so great because it's literally. Uh, 38 minutes of dribbling the foot or dribbling the ball off each other's feet and then the past the final two minutes it comes down to one last shot and everybody remembers it as what a great game and it's like i feel like that is how majority of these things go it's relatively bad basketball but we enjoy it because of the way that it's set up it's uh you know shooting percentages we make a big deal about shooting percentages that are over 40 percent because it's just like wow they're shooting really good you know because mm-hmm. they're probably shooting in the lower 30s for most of the I don't know. I can't make that assumption for everybody. But anyway, it's you play really not great basketball, but just the way the tournament is set up with it being single elimination that makes it so compelling because it's like even if it is going to be the worst basketball you play all year, is it? are you going to have enough fortitude as a team and composure to fight through it and still manage to win in a in a setting where if you lose, you go home? So... I mean, but the championship, you know, no, it's no, it's both teams' last game of the year, regardless. So you're gonna give it all you got, right? I don't know. I'll be watching if I remember. All right, uh, <laughs> let's wrap it up with Paul Pierce real quick before we get to Mateo's mock draft. Paul Pierce welcomed or opened up the floodgates for a just total onslaught on social media this week. I don't know if you guys saw. Paul Pierce said that he thought he had a better career than D Wade. So just let that sink in. Paul Pierce thought he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. Uh, I'd have to find the stats. But what was he gonna say? No, I mean he's probably. Of no, course he, thinks he just that. he just mouthed it off, and then Jalen Rose put him in his uh, put him in his place on uh, on NBA Countdown or whatever that was. I gotta find that on Twitter somewhere because he read off a bunch of a uh, a bunch of the career statistics that were head to head, and it was just heavily in favor of D Wade. I gotta find this real quick. Not good podcasting, not good podcasting. Okay, ready for this? So, who do you decide? You decide. 16, this is D-Wade. 16 seasons, or no, let's do Paul Pierce first, actually. 19 seasons, one ring, 10-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA teams, but it was never a first team, so he's always second or third team. Zero All-Defensive teams. D-Wade, 16 seasons, three rings, 13-time All-Star, eight-time all NBA teams, two times on the first team, and three time all defensive team. So I'm taking I'm taking D Wade in that matchup. And then somebody decided to get real smart assy with it mm-hmm. and compare Draymond Green with Paul Pierce. So you know Paul Pierce is 19, 1, 10, 4, 0. Draymond Green has seven seasons, four rings, a three time all star, two time all four, NBA. Four rings. He has four rings. Did I say that? Doesn't he have three rings? He has three. Oh, you said th- four. Oh, four. Excuse me. The asterisk is they said four with an asterisk because he's gonna have four after this year. <laughs> so for so anyway, three rings for Draymond Green. Three time All Star, two time All NBA, four time All Defensive Team, and Defensive Player of the Year. So Paul Pierce is tripping. Jalen Rose read that aloud uh, uh, to him on uh, 
on on national TV while Michelle Beadle provided comments, snarky ass commentary on the side, and Paul Pierce just had to sit there and eat it, and then decided to chop it up too. D Wade had more help, Ooh. which I feel like is somewhat valid. But if that's your if that's your ace in the hole on national TV, you're just gonna look sorry. They don't love you like they love D Wade. Oh yeah, I forgot about that Draymond thing. Draymond nailed it with the. You quote. thought you was Kobe. <laughs> I can't believe he has. I can't believe he has the balls to say that. Oh my he goodness. Didn't, I mean, that's amazing. Who, had, Paul Pierce? Well, I mean, yeah, the the more help. He, he, yeah. he, he needed KG and Ray Allen. And Rondo. And Rondo. And, yeah. and Doc Rivers. And plus, uh, James Posey was a huge acquisition for him. I mean, D-Wade, I, mean, I joked in the past that D-Wade had a lot of help, too. And he did, technically. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I, mean, I, think, I think we're willing to give him a pass because of the bona fides that you have in between the championships with D-Wade. Like, there was never a drop-off in play with him. Like, he got hurt. But... When they went, when did he win his title? 06? From 07, 07, 08, 09 to 2010, when LeBron comes to join with Chris Bosch, D Wade is still a solid player. Mm -hmm. He was still a solid player from the moment he entered the league. You know, Paul Pierce was very good when he entered in 97, but a, a career head to head comparison, but with analytics, that shows that D Wade was the better player. Um, I mean, no matter which way, I mean, uh, certain certain ways you could probably look at it is like, you know, Paul Pierce played longer, of course, so his numbers might be a little mm -hmm. bit more averaged out, yada, yeah. yada. And I'm sure if Bill Simmons was here, you'd talk about was the first five years of Paul Pierce's career. He was a little bit out of shape. It, well, yeah, and yeah. he probably didn't have help, but mm -hmm. it's just, you know, D. Wade got Shaq when he was post. Uh, Shaq was on the tail end of the Lakers being very dominant, right? And then he didn't have very much of anything around him. And then... Uh, LeBron and, and Chris Bosh show up. And even then, they still didn't figure it out at first. And it's just like he's been – D-Wade has produced wherever he's gone in whatever role he's been in, so as long as he's been healthy. And, uh, I mean, the same can go for Paul Pierce, but you didn't see D-Wade get carried off under the fucking wheelchair. So never come back. Leave it at that. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on the issue? No. No? Okay, thank you, Flan. I think you got it. I think you hit it down exactly thank on the head. Thank you very much. All right, Mateo, I won't keep you waiting any longer. Hit us with a uh, mock draft, Mateo's mock draft 1.0. How many picks you want to give us? One through? Let's do five. Five? Plus the Steelers pick. Oh, thank you for tickling my fancy. What are you laughing at, Flan? <laughs> What's so funny? No, go ahead and share with the class. My buddy's on me to snap. That was pretty good. Give me all the Here's the buddy. Rob, shout out to you, Rob. That was a pretty <laughs> funny snap. Rob is like probably gained 30 pounds. Since oh, no. He's been texting me. I'm super bad. <laughs> Poor Rob. All right. All so right. All right. So I guess Rob it. won't be listening. So I guess Rob won't be listening to the <laughs> podcast is what you're saying. No, he should be. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Flan. Are, are we done with it? Did we cut it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. He's like sloth from the That's Goonies. It. I just had to take that in a manual just slide that down. <laughs> We're done with that. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, Mateo, let's get your mock draft. Pick. I don't know how to follow that. I really pick don't. No, pick number one. Kyler Murray. That's exactly how you're going to follow. Ooh, the Cardinals are going to take Kyler Yeah, Murray. we'll stick with Kyler. Interesting. Washington gets Rosen. Oh, ooh, there's a trade? Yeah, they, they'll trade for Okay. Uh, right, right. Just because it makes for me it makes sense salary cap wise. They've got all the Alex Smith money. They don't have a lot to move up to get a top five pick. So Rosen's only making three three million the next couple of years on his deal each year. Mm -hmm. So they've they've they missed the big cap hit and they get Rosen. So Kyler goes one. Uh, Nick Bosa two to the Niners. 
I agree. Would you trade out of that spot? Uh, if I got, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> excellent, excellent analysis. Well, Thank I mean, you very I mean, much. No, I mean, if it's like the the Giants trading or the Raiders turning up, because I feel like the Raiders would like literally give you the kitchen sink for that second overall pick. I feel like you'd have to take it. Yeah, I mean, as deep you down think as you could dupe Gruden into that. But the problem is, the thing you, is, no, 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 no time out, time out. You think you could dupe Gruden into a trade where he gives you what picks? What picks is Gruden giving to you for that second round for that second pick? Uh, he's probably so desperate for a damn quarterback or something. Or if Kyler Murray is there, he'd be all over. That. He'd probably give everything away. You think you think Gruden's giving away two first round picks? Yeah. <laughs> okay, interesting. I don't know, maybe. I but, don't think uh, he's, I don't think I, he's that desperate. Uh, it depends on who's there. If it's Kyler, he's gonna have to. If he really wants Kyler, and yeah. Kyler does fall there. And he also really wanted the Peterman too. But, so you, what what instinct are you? But the thing is, like, but the thing is, like, I think it's like it's gonna be Allen Bosa or Quentin Williams. Or is it Quinn or mm-hmm. Quinn? Quinnen. So it's like, but if they get no Quinnen tea, Williams, no T, just Quinnen. Yeah, Quinnen. 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 If they have Quentin Williams, and it's like they're almost like oversaturating exactly. their D line, and it, they already have D Ford, so it's like Bosa's is just an add on. Well, the Eagles, the Super Bowl winning Eagles, showed you that there was no such thing as being too but overloaded but at the D line. It's like, it's like, it's like if, there, if there was like a shut down corner that was worthy of a top five pick, that's probably the Niners would go with. But they're, I don't, I don't know. It's just like it, may, it makes sense to get another edge rusher because you can never have enough of them. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem like bef- before the D four is like a necessary thing. Now it's like kind mm-hmm. of it's like you're it, it not leaves, as desperate for it. It leaves the door open. I mean, Kuyper and McShay both hit, uh, after their last mock, Didn't they, they said that the Oh, they signed uh, Quan. Oh yeah, Quan Alexander, the linebacker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we got Quan. No, well, you're talking about guys who will be on the line. D four will mm. be on the line. My bad. Yeah, Quan, we got D four. Quan's yeah, gonna yeah, be. Yeah, they got, they okay, got relax, <laughs> man. I was trying to I was trying to keep up with what the Niners have been doing. Okay, give me some credit there. All right, so the Niners take Bosa, and then who, who goes at three? Jets look the trade down. I couldn't really. I I the thought Jets Haskins would. Jets in those new uniforms. Yeah. What do you think of the unis? Yeah, they're all right. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be the best looking team that's still going to be under five hundred. So, it's whatever. Sub five hundred team, best looking sub five hundred team in football next year. The New York Jets. Uh, Josh Allen to the Jets. They get a pass rusher. Okay. Raiders are excited. They get Quinn and Williams at four. Oh, okay. Did you say that? And I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. Mm-mm, no, okay. I didn't. All right, well, I'm paying attention now. So, okay. But I do. Quinn Williams goes at four to the Raiders after Josh Allen to the Jets. But you think the Jets are going to trade down? I I believe because they're missing a second this year. Who comes up to take number three? Who's desperate enough to come in at three? I'm starting to buy in that Drew Locke's going to go higher than Haskins. You know, it's always interesting with me with the draft and how, like, these quarterbacks that nobody knows about or, like, you know, they're Mm -hmm. always mentioned as guys that would probably go towards the end of the draft. Or you get these quarterbacks um, really that – that would be deep, deep picks or late round picks, I should say, like mid to late. And because certain guys who are expected to come out didn't come out this year, like Justin Herbert, uh, you get other guys that get elevated to all of a sudden they're going to get overdrafted because there are certain teams that are suckered right now and need a quarterback That's really bad. It's supply and demand of the position. And also, uh, the, I mean, they get a quarterback on a five-year deal. It's a, those I are mean, the Christian Hackenbergs that will not that, that probably have some promise but are going to go to the wrong team and they will be out of the league within three to four years. I think Looking I, to play spring ball. I mean, I, I'm not big on Drew Locke. I, I like Haskins. If I had to rank the quarterbacks, I like Kyler at one. Very mobile. Yeah, that's the only the downside. But I mean, he he produced. He produced in an offense where I mean, look at all the other quarterbacks before him. I mean, I guess he, he, he did true. have some receiver help, but like uh, Cardell Jones compared to where he I went, think he, he went probably to the had rounds. the biggest. The I'm saying Haskins probably has the biggest talent, uh, like the discrepancy 
of talent between what he was playing with compared to any other quarterback in the field, and that includes Kyler Murray because I know that Brown was good at Oklahoma. I just think that the recruits that they get at Ohio State were better than the recruits that they were getting at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, maybe that's debatable, but I just think that Haskins had the better talent around him. That doesn't mean that maybe or Murray didn't have talent around him. Just Haskins had the better talent around him. I feel like. Yeah, I think overall, Ohio State is a better program than Oklahoma. Yeah. So I, I don't know. All right, then who's number five? Gosh, I'm. Bla- I think it's Devin White is the linebacker from uh, LSU. Who's, who's drafted at number five? Uh, Bucks. The Bucks. Ooh. Okay. There's a lot that needs to be addressed there in Tampa Bay. So you go Devin White from LSU. Mm-hmm. Was it LSU have like six or seven guys that could go in the first round? Yeah, Greedy Williams. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. In, if not in the first round, probably in the first three. But it's oh, like Greedy Williams is Miami. LSU and uh, LSU and Alabama have the most projected, uh, like you know, to- or highest touted prospects this year. Like there's going to be a bunch of guys living there, which is like standard procedure. But it's I just, just hope the Niners can just absolutely just hit it, hit a home run with this pick. And that's why after as much as I, I keep going back and forth between do they trade down and do they, I think you have to take Boza. Yeah. He's just he's the best player in this draft. He's he's the safest one. Yeah, too, it sucks position. with the injuries, but I mean, God, the idea that you can have Boza and Solomon and, yeah. Thomas and Armstead and. Ford, Ford and, 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 D- and Defoe. I mean, you have a dominant. Defoe, bro, yeah. give me all the nicknames of all the Niners. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that, please. Uh, Sully and AA and, and Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy GQ. Jimmy oh GQ. And oh, my goodness. I don't know. What a Marquise. Flash is what he calls himself. There's too many flashes in the league. <laughs> What's Ben Roethlisberger's nickname? Big Ben. He's named after the clock tower. Sure, it's not. Because he runs like not one. Sure, it's not from an incident. A motorcycle accident, is that what you're referring nope. to? Not that oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tragic day for the motorcycle engine. Are you ready for your Steelers pick to finish w- it up? I think that waves all. That's like the karma equalizer right there. He's almost dying in a motorcycle accident. No, I don't think that equals it out. <laughs> I think it, it tips the scales pretty favorably. Uh, or there's a, a Unless a, if he got in multiple. A lesser If he got into maybe multiple. What if he's also served a, le- or, or a life of just never being able to topple Tom Brady? I feel like that, that <laughs> just that. <The laughs> Losing motorcy- to Blake Bortles. Motorcycle accident, the occasional loss to Blake Bortles, and never being able to topple uh, Tom Brady. I feel like that is God. karma EQing that out right there. All right, and then, uh, yes, give me the Steelers pick. Need Probably butcher his last name, but uh, TJ Hawkerson, tight end, Iowa. Oh, okay. So yeah, I saw a couple mocks, and I was like, God, that makes a lot of going sense. going with a tight end instead of addressing yeah, what I think we need to on the defensive side. It's so bad. It's so awful. They were. Uh, I heard a report coming out that they are in love with David Sills, which means that we're not just going to have one white mm-hmm. wide receiver. We're going to have two. We're taking the Patriots formula, and we're doubling it, baby. It's a good year for white wide receivers. David Sills. Sills, uh, Switzer, Andy Isabella. Oh, Switzer, Switzer re-signed with the Steelers. Uh, I'm oh, not Switzer. Th- Jesus, I'm getting my white. Uh, uh, Hunter. Renfro. Oh, Hunter Renfro. Yeah, yes. Renfro. Oh man, yeah, Flynn, you have a, at least you have a better hairline than Hunter Renfro. Uh, don't you gotta look. Up. On that <laughs> shit. You gotta look up Hunter Renfro's hairline. All right, because yours. I is wish like, my hairline is like yours when I'm 32, Mateo. But I'm saying, oh, yours, God, yours, it's, yours it's is hanging looking, in there. Thank hey, God, post, Asian Asian jeans. Post haircut, you're looking mighty mighty snappy, dude. Mighty snappy. Your future girlfriend is gonna love what you got going. Shut on. Shut up. All right. Well, <laughs> it makes it feel better. I'm in the same. I can't do the crown thing that the. Like you could, you could do that. Yeah, you could do the line, right? Uh, get a lineup? I got yeah, a slight... Like, you, 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 oh, uh, mine in about yeah. a year from now is going to be like, like like Perry's hair is a sharp V. Just oh, we're right taking shots at Ryan Perry. Oh, Sorry, no. Perry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Poor Perry. Um, I was going to say, I'm looking up... I'm trying to look up... Um, Fooey. I forgot. 
Oh well, what were we talking about before the white oh, wide receivers? White wide receivers, yeah. There was a white wide receiver on another Dame. I forgot what his name was, but it's like Colin Quinn or something like that. And I was just like, when I remember watching him during college football, I tweeted it out. It's just like he's already out there looking like a future Patriot, mm-hmm. just because Bill Belichick finds those guys. It just it never uh, fails. I will say, look up Andy Isabella. The most amazing thing about him, where'd is he that go? Uh, UMass. Oh. And, and, but he, he ran right one in their of the backyard. He in ran, the he ran one of the fastest forty times. And the most remarkable thing is he's been comp to Brandon Cooks. So I oh. I applaud him. I think anytime you can get a Brandon Cooks, they really do. They, they instead of like Julian Edelman, it's it's impressive. They grow them at small schools. They just send out these seeders to different feeder schools or seeds to different feeder schools, and they're just like, you know what? You're gonna grow this wide receiver, and you're gonna groom him into exactly what we want. You will be. Nobody's a- gonna take a look at him in the draft. Then all of a sudden, six rounds. We're going to pick some, you know, Joe regular out of Northwest Missouri Valley technical, you know, state. And it's just like he's going to turn out to be the greatest slot wide receiver in the league for four years because he's working with Tom Brady and Tom Brady doesn't age. Like here's a round of uh, Patriots slot receivers that are being drafted. It's ridiculous, man. They're just all bit. And I'm, I can't wait to find out what they're going to do to replace how they're going to try and replace Gronk. If they got another one of those in the factory, you know, oh. lined up, ready to go. So. Because that's what they do, man. They just clone everybody. That's 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 how they get around. Um, at least that you know that's the conspiracy theory I'm rocking with. All right. Uh, thank you, Mateo, for your mock draft. We look forward to 2.0 because I believe McShay and Kuiper are already on 3.0 if they haven't hit four already. So you have some catching up to do. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need to. Somebody's on these. seven. I saw somebody had uh, seven. That's ridiculous. That's well, too much. They we need should. To do, you want me to do a life? Let's do five rounds next week. Oh, fi- all five rounds. Yeah, let's do five we'll rounds. Just make it up. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, I want to. Uh, please yeah, don't. Yeah, we'll yeah. just do ten don't plus do the Steelers that. pick don't, seems nice. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Top ten's always safe, and then after that it gets a little boring unless you're looking for your own specific team pick. And uh, that's even going to go for our draft special. I think this year might only go like 15 picks. Until you reach then, the Steelers pick. And and then, then, or yeah, when the Steelers pick goes, and then it's just boom. All right, see ya. We'll, if you want to see where the rest of the draft. Isn't that why last year was so damn long? We had to wait for the Steelers <laughs> pick. That, yeah, because they pick, well, they pick good every year. My bad. You know? Well, not good, but I'm just saying they pick representatives. Just saying there were well. only one here of like 10 of us that cared about the Steelers pick. So, so I'm still watching. I'm seeing <laughs> what my favorite you go, team. here we and go. you know what it was. You know what it was. It's last year. Don't even give me that because Ryan Shazier walked out on stage. So it was a very powerful moment Made the as they made the selection. Yeah, so I think it was Terrell Edmonds. Apologies, yeah. apologies, yeah, yeah, yeah. apologies. We'll be talking about Shazier oh, later in the episode. Okay. Yeah, don't you worry. All right, uh, so now it is time for, uh, oh, oh, we're going to have to call an audible, just the stat of the day, not specific. Just It's going to be time for the Cohort Sports Report stat of the day. All right, Mateo, hit us with the stat of the day. It's WrestleMania night. Ooh, okay. So the, the only stat of the day is Kofi Kingston is the first African-American heavyweight champion in WWE history. Yay for diversity! Woo! Yeah, I'm not making a mockery unless, of that uh, either. Unless that The Rock is considered. Wait, 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 WWE champion? Yeah, WWE champion. You're going to tell me Booker T was never WWE no, champion? No, never won, w- won w- really? WCW champion, yeah. It was WCW, but never mm-hmm. WWE. Never w- yep, That's never wild. Because yeah. remember, didn't they have two of them? They had because they had one yeah, champion that's the, that was yeah, specific that's the, to Raw. Yeah, and one that's the other that was part. They've had two title belts and they haven't been able to put it on. I think there was an Indian champion really before there was an African American champion. Booker T would have been. Geez, really? I thought Booker T. No, for they sure. they kind of. I Does mean, Dave Batista count? He's Filipino. Oh, uh, okay. I was just saying. Shout out, shout out, Batista. Does that qualify as POC or no? Well, I, 
people of color. Yeah, he okay. does. I mean, Indian. I think Gender Gender Mahal won. He won the title. Wow. Uh, the Rock's half half African American, Simone as well. Okay, okay. So that kind of counts. Yeah, depending on how the Dave Chappelle racial draft would break out nowadays. <laughs> which delegation takes? Yeah, it? which delegation will get the Rock? <laughs> Because Samoans want him real bad. And yeah, and so the other stat that I, I thought was really cool was Brooklyn Nets making the uh, playoffs. I almost said championship playoffs was them not having a top three pick in between and how much they've gutted all their. Yeah, and they really picks. rebuilt it on the go, and yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. worked out well for them. That Derek, um, Derek, Jesus, that uh, D'Angelo Russell. I was gonna say I was gonna say D'Lo, but that wasn't specific enough. Yeah, the D'Angelo Brown, the D'Angelo Russell deal has actually worked out for them very mm-hmm. well. Uh, is Jeremy Lin still on the Nets? No, he's on, on the, Toronto. He's on the oh, he's on the Raptors now. Okay, my first guess was going to be either the Hawks or, or the Raptors. Um, well, it actually, wasn't the Raptors. I completely forgot about them. But yeah, so uh, well, again, what were the stats of the day? The uh, Kofi, Kofi Kingston, Kingston first yeah, African American champ. champ, and uh, the Nets making the playoffs in a three-year rebuild without a uh, without a top five for draft I gotta pick. L- I got to look this up real quick. I got to look up the NBA standings to find out who they're scheduled to play. I don't think the East has been uh, decided yet, right? What we have two games left in this in the last season. Last I saw is they're the eight seed playing the Raptors, or am I? Is that maybe I'm getting mixed up with the. Uh, is it the Magic that are the eight? Magic? Should the be Nets the are the six seed, so they're going to square wow. up against the 76ers. That's a tough haul. That's tough. All right, so clinch the playoff position, clinch the division. Okay, so the Pistons. And the Hornets are still put it. Pistons, Hornets, and Heat are still duking it out, and there are two games left in the season. So, yeah, good luck with that. Um, the Heat and the Hornets are a game and a half back, or just one game back of the Pistons. And then, yeah, that's going to be an interesting matchup there for sure. You got right now, it's looking like it's going to be Bucks, Pistons, Raptors, Magic, 76ers, Nets, and Celtics, Pacers, which means we get Celtics, Sixers in the second round if all goes according to plan. So what I want. Actually, would we? No, we wouldn't. I take that back. I think we'd get we'd get Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, 76ers. If all went according to plan, I take that back. Apologies. All right, now it is time for winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimately. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. First up on the winners losers list on this episode of the podcast, we have uh, Antonio Brown and Juju Smith Schuster getting into a little bit of a Twitter beef. And in case you oh, needed, this is a low blow. In case you needed a reminder as to who was causing all the drama, and maybe not all, but most of the <laughs> drama in Pittsburgh, uh, Antonio Brown tweets out uh, like f- like literally three hours before the drama went down. Uh, don't come to Twitter with no drama or something like that. Keep your feelings out of here. Something to the effect of that. I don't know. It was something stupid. And then uh, somebody responds to him with a picture of Juju Smith-Schuster, and it says, like, Team MVP. And then he responds back. Oh, it said, keep your emotions off Twitter. And then he responds back with emotion, colon, and then goes to talk about how Juju fumbled the ball in the Saints game and cost the Steelers the season and blah, 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 all this. And so Juju responded back and was just like, hey, man, like, I showed this guy nothing but respect and love, like, while he was here. And for him to take shots, like, when he's not even here, I was happy for him to get traded. I was happy for him to get his extension and get his money. Like, for him to do this while he's not here, like, what's going on? And it was just kind of – and then he goes out and tweets out, keep your emotions off Twitter, which is kind of funny. But it's just it's, – it serves as a good reminder as to who's fucking who, – who started all this, you know? Like, and who, who was the, the, the diva here? Like I'm not ups- I'm upset that Antonio Brown keeps bringing this shit up 
Like, I'm not upset that he did what he did because, I mean, it happened. He's, he's gone. He got his money. But it's like, what do you, why are you still talking, like, why are you still talking about your ex? Move on, bro. You're in a new relationship. You're in a new relationship. I'm starting to think that he's the, he, if, if there's any player in, the, in NFL that wants to be a Steeler so bad, it's Antonio Brown. He, he wish, wants to be a Steeler again? He wishes he was a Steeler. Because I think he knows that he's got it good. He got money in Oakland, but they're not going to, like, they, they, they're selling a lot of, a whole well, lot of hope. What was the thing that, our our uh, the podcast uh, part of my take they're saying on there that uh, big cat he's just talking his the the Raiders thing like he's trying to like tr- trick his mind by saying oh talking stuff, to yeah. speaking into it speaking it into like an existence like yeah. or like calming himself like talking himself through it like it's like not talk, that bad talking like, himself into the fact that he's be a Raider and it's not gonna be that yeah bad. yeah being a Raider can't be that bad like there's legacy here oh, like we're man. good wait there's till, history wait till Derek Carr starts checking down I'm <laughs> just saying like if you're a Raider fan look out for that because this is what you get. I'm saying there's a ton of talent there. I'm not denying that whatsoever. But he's getting old, and it's just like, are you ever going to grow up? Or are you going to keep pulling the same shit over and over again? And the fact that you're still talking about your old team when you don't even play there anymore, it's like, come on now, bro. Like, how much of a distraction are you going to be? This is like complete. This is like Shawn Michaels throwing Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window. It's I a don't. complete heel turn by Antonio Brown by going after somebody so lovable as Juju. I don't get it. I, I feel he's just burning the last bridge. I feel that's where he's at. He's that like, was the last one left. I, I, I don't know where else you can go going after Juju, especially with how much support Juju showed for AB through the whole thing and, and vice versa. I mean, same thing when it, when uh, Juju won the award at the time, mm-hmm. he put it on his Instagram right, right, right in uh, January, right? Yeah. Like he was – so that's that's kind of also how I'm feeling. Like maybe this is kind of him talking himself into his like, okay, maybe if I go after Juju, I burn another bridge and then it's just I'm a raider. I don't, I don't agree with it. I think it's crazy to throw Juju under the bus. I, it's when you didn't play that game, you didn't play week 16. It's so, I, I think he, did, actually, did he play week 16? I know no. he didn't play week 17. Or 17, I'm he didn't sorry. Really play week 17. Yeah, you blame him week. for the fumble, but at least he was playing in that yeah, game. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I mean, it happens. It's just, it's a yeah, reflection it's on who he is, man. Like, so, you know, this guy got his money. It's good for him. He's a talent. We'll see how long he can sustain it. Uh, best of luck to Antonio Brown. But uh, you don't need to keep your ex's names in your mouth. Well, and you see why he, they only got a third and a fifth for him. Yeah, I hope they do something so well with those picks, man. Give me David Sills with a third-round pick. If he falls that far, <laughs> yeah, give me the new white hope. <laughs> All right, uh, next up on the winners-losers list, we're going to stay with the Steelers here for a second. Did you guys see the video that got tweeted out today of Ryan Shazier doing box jumps? Mm-hmm. That's a w- I feel like, well, actually, the AB Juju tweet, we're going to beef. Mm-hmm. We're going to mark that down as an L for Antonio Brown because you're a loser. Uh, but Shazier, I think this is a win. I th- This is a definite winner. Uh, I didn't think that this guy would be walking like that. Like th- I didn't think he'd progress this fast compared to remember, you know, the last times we've seen the progress reports that we've seen of him uh, from laying there motionless on the field to hobbling out at the draft to uh, to I think he came out for like the coin flip at one point mm-hmm. too, and then now to see him doing box jumps like still so far away from ever coming back on the field, if he ever does. Do I'm w- sure that's the motivation, but I would never let him step foot on the field. That's again. how I feel, because yeah. the goal is next year. Yeah, use it as motivation to get back to where you were and then enjoy the rest of your yeah, life, bro. I really... Like, the Steelers gave you, renewed your contract, like, take that money, take a job with the organization, and, and do what you need to do. Start coaching right away. Take whatever you can and, t- and teach it to the other guys, but do not risk this. It's not worth never walking again. Like, as much as you love the game, like, you were this close to never walking again. 
why are you going to tempt fate twice? Unless you feel like you've got nothing else to lose. But, I mean, you are playing with, uh, you're not playing with house money there. Oh, cool. Tom Brady has a great, he posted something in, Sh- in uh, at Shazier's video. Oh, what did he say? Uh, let's see, we'll open it. But, uh, yeah, they say his goal is next year to come back. That's why the Steelers have him. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the man, I wonder that's what he's going to be like when he gets oh, back. Hashtag keep going, question mark, question mark, at Tom Brady. Question mark. Interesting. All right. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know if that's good. That's like one of those situations where it's like you have his blood on your hands if you're the Steelers. If he goes out there again and he gets hurt, you know, and he never walks again, it's rough. So, all right. Uh, next up on the winners losers list, we have Baylor women's basketball winning the women's national championship game. We have the highlights on the TV right now. Uh, I just want to start out by saying that we're obviously going to give them the dub because they won the championship. But did you guys watch the game? No. Neither did I. Yeah. Watching this last oh, second whoa. shot. Nice last second oh, shot right there. Good though. timing again. Was it? Didn't the last second shot won the women's championship last year too? Mm-hmm. So it was a turnaround. Yeah, I will say what I like mm-hmm. about women's college basketball is oh, this is the final four. Uh, is that they break it up into quarters, so they give they give four ten minute quarters, and so you're still playing forty minutes. And I think the I think men's basketball should do that too. I don't like the twenty minute halves. It's no, just very it's too weird. It's mundane and it's just, you know, like the the quarter thing would be interesting. I don't know. It you know, that's just that's that's my preference, what I would do. Angry coach, angry coach. Oh gosh, another game that came down to free throws? Mm-hmm. Oh Wow. That's awful. This is a live reaction to the highlights as we're watching them because we didn't see. Ooh, stuff, stuff oh. in the inbound pass. Oh, That's and then then the clock runs out as they stuff the inbound pass. That's crazy. Wow. Well, good for Baylor. All right, good for Baylor's women's team. All right, next up on the winners losers list, we have the Dubs throwback jerseys that they wore tonight. Did you guys see those sexy pieces of basketball porn? Mm-hmm. Yes. The Dubs debuted or they Wish brought back. Wish they were like selling them like on the store though. <laughs> they brought back the. Uh, we believe jerseys, and Steph, I believe, was the only one on that team that ever wore the We Believe jerseys originally, mm-hmm. and then everybody else came in after the. Uh, or did Clay? Was Clay around for the no. We Believe? No. So yeah. it was the one year that they had Steph. So what was it? Steph's rookie year. Yeah, Steph's rookie year. And then they busted out the new ones, and Monte was there, and then they traded away Monte and got Clay in the next draft, and. It's funny how it all worked out, man. It was good to see those jerseys, though. Whew. Yeah, it was it was much needed. The only one I didn't like was seeing Draymond Green in the 23 because I was like, ooh, that's Jay Rich. But mm-hmm. it's whatever. It's cool, you know, because of the team we got now. But seeing KD in one of those, seeing Clay in one of those, seeing Steph back in it, it was all just, ooh, it was it was basketball porn, baby. And I thought they did a great job that the numbering was a lot more – it's smaller compared to where it was. And yeah, the yeah, yeah, So yeah. it looked a lot more cleaner. I, I, I'm going to say hot take right now. Well, Flan, did you like this? Uh, yeah, I liked it. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Again, thank you for your in-depth analysis. I'm trying uh, to make sure my uh, Twitter thing right now is good. But sorry. As always, what do you mean your Twitter thing? I tweeted out a thing about we'll, – g- we'll get to it later in the pop culture thing. Okay, <laughs> all right, we will. Thank you for the teaser. That's a great You're radio welcome. tease. Sorry. Um, so anyway, I hope they go back to – I. you know what jerseys I really want to see them go with in San Francisco are the cable car jerseys. I don't know if they're going to bring it back where it just says the city. That'd be dope because I know they're still going to be the Golden State Warriors. They probably won't bring back the Thunder theme because uh, they, they had to get rid of it because the OKC Thunder became a franchise. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, I but just I don't I I've got to be honest I'm not a fan of this war like it's whatever it is what it is because that's their jersey it's it's what it is I don't like the giant logo on the front with the number man like I've just grown tired of it I want new jerseys I want new I like jerseys. the gray ones I don't like the, uh, the ones with the town that, that's cool the town's, the town's cool. cool and that would be a great alternative jersey but. What? Give me something that just says Warriors across or Golden State it's, across or something, the city across. It's like. really strange to come full circle because at the time I hated those nine, and maybe it was the losing, but I hated everything that those jerseys, I hated the colors. The I, We Believe? Yeah, the only thing that I liked is that they, I was You're able wearing to, a, the We Believe logo is, right now. But this is kind of the power of nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, it's I hated it at the time. We, and Marcus Thompson had the tweet. He said, it, it's crazy that people love these jerseys now. People mm-hmm. hated this at the time. Yeah. And then when we switched, we were so happy because it was cool. It, it was like it was a new start. The colors were brighter. And it was a tribute towards the cable car jerseys, the way they did it. Yeah, but I want the cable car jerseys back specifically. Or I just want a different, a simpler jersey that just says Warriors across. Mm. But keep the same color scheme because I like the new color scheme. I do. We don't need to bring back the orange. We don't need to bring back the dark blue. I'm good with the with the rich. I love the Golden Gate, uh, Golden Gate orange that they had. Oh God! No, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with. The, see, I'm wearing the sweatshirt right now, the Golden State mm-hmm. basketball. Like, I'm. Let's cool good on you. Let's good on you. Thank you. I've been working out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just I I I like this color scheme. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't have anything against the the the, the we believe because that was such a magical time too. And here you are. We're showing some some clips here. The Baron Davis dunk was just absolutely filthy, <laughs> so filthy. Especially coming after an emotional series where they took down the Mavs, the one seed. Mm-hmm. You get Stack Jack there. Oh, yeah. You see this man? Look at these guys in those jerseys. Oh, it's amazing. That's why they're oh, the best. So they did I'm it right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to sleep tonight thinking about these jerseys. I know it's weird, but that's what's gonna happen. Do a Nike. Oh man! Release the jerseys. And they did you, it with the town can, you can logo buy, on the You can court, buy man. the Steph one. Yeah, they have the Mitchell and Nass. Yeah, you can buy the Steph one, but that's the only one you can buy. Oh baby, give me a Clay Thompson one though. That's the one that I really want. Oh man! Oh, Steph's too dirty with it. All right. Uh, last up on the winners <laughs> and losers list because we got distracted. All right, fellas. Uh, how much hockey did you watch during the year? Flans holding up a big zero. Mateo, I did you? I, I don't think I watched one puck hit the stick th- at all. The, uh, the ice wa- or anything at I, all. I, I remember where I was when the Sharks got Eric Carlson. Like that was a magical <laughs> moment. <laughs> We're gonna have to bring Kurt and and Luca back on soon. But just for shits and gigs right now, the NHL first round matchups have been selected. Uh, we're not gonna make predictions. I was ready to do that, but we're not gonna make predictions. Uh, Preds and Stars play in the Western Conference along with the Jets and the Blues. Then you have the Flames playing the Avalanche. The Sharks line up against the Golden Knights. That's going to be a tough opening series matchup. Go Sharks. Yeah, go Sharks. It's postseason, baby. We are officially on that Sharks bandwagon. This is the time that we turn up. Sharks fans in the building right now. Uh, Then on the Eastern Conference side, you got the Lightning versus the Blue Jackets, the Bruins versus the Maple Leafs, the Capitals versus the Hurricanes. Always cheering for the Hurricanes right now because that's the team that celebrates after the wins. Plus that that the uh, owner tried to save the AF, but that failed miserably. Uh, and then you got the Islanders playing against the Pittsburgh Penguins, so don't really care about that. Uh, but playoff hockey, nothing else like it, man. It's exhilarating. Love it. Love it. I love playoff hockey when it complements playoff basketball. I love it. It's amazing. It's so nothing, amazing. Nothing else like it. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> Jesus. All right. We've got to that point. All right. Fat Albert's going to break time, down the playoffs. It's time for pop culture. It's time for the pop culture update. <laughs> are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. 
just doesn't matter but we're still gonna talk about it anyway why well because it's in the news that's why uh flan do you want to start us off with the pop culture update sir um which one would you like me to start off with i don't know oh, just start off with the pop culture update man you know how this goes Get yeah but we had, you wanted to, you want me to a story i had do you want me to talk about it now or what story did you have the instagram one that i had when since I'm new to it in Instagram now. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, so yeah, we'll start off with the Sorry. I was like, I'm, what are you talking about? Okay, so yes, the first the first thing we're going to lead off with in the in the pop culture update as we kind of hiccup in here is Instagram is back in the news because Flan has recreated his IG. He was without an Instagram for how long? How long were you without Instagram? About 18 months. And I always would forget that you were without Instagram. I'd be like, dude, you see that on IG? And he'd be like, no, I don't have an Instagram. And I'm like, oh, that's right. My bad, dude. I just, I, you know, I can't remember. And so a uh, well-needed break from Instagram. So you're back, which is good because that means that we get to tag the shit out of your profile when we make <laughs> these posts on uh, on the show's page. Great. <laughs> yeah, hope you're ready, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you tell us about your story with uh, your Instagram uh, story for being on for the first time in a couple months. Go ahead. Um, well, I didn't know this because I just thought it was like normal Instagram back when I was on it, which was a long time ago. And um, I go on Instagram, I'm just scrolling through for like the first time, and I'm just starting to like in pictures, and next thing I know, I guess Instagram doesn't put their things in chronological order anymore. It's like all nope. just, it's all just like, a if, new you, algorithm. If, you, if you just followed somebody, it's like their last five photos will pop up, and yep. it could be from like a year ago almost. And you were just liking away. And I liked like, some like, chick's like, like, photo like, like, from like, like, like a month, month and a half ago. <laughs> And I was like, well, that's shitty. So I kind of just deleted it. I have the app still, but I just deleted you it off my phone. You still have the account. You just deleted it off your phone. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> you will have to make a return. I thought what was an interesting choice was, have you chosen to follow Mateo yet? I did follow Mateo. Yeah, okay, good. It was actually like right before I came here is when it happened. Show Unity. All right, I want to make sure that happened. Tim, like, did you well, follow Tim? Did you follow Tim? I don't know what Tim's is. Turbo. Well, I think it's yeah, that's why every time I try to tag him, I'm like, what the hell is his yeah. ID? <laughs> Turbo, but then he's also, he had that other one. The Mine's a good one. Mine is a good one, though. Flanny707. Yeah, yeah, there you good. go. Not too serious, but lets you know he's one of the boys. Yeah. And same with that first picture, which I thought was hilarious. You bring in the real frat, the fratitude coming hard. Oh, the clowns. That's, that's all guys from your frat, right? Uh, and then girls we knew from the stories and stuff. I was like, oh, where okay. the hell's Flan? <laughs> I still haven't found you. <laughs> I'm right, right in front, front and center. Okay. I was yeah. like, where the fuck is Flan? He's not wearing a hat, so you can't miss it. You can't miss that wonderful haircut that he's got right now. I was crushing it. I was crushing oh, it. my God. Sorry. That is a beta move right there by Blackman. Some, some highlights. What, are you crashing the fence? No, you, you'll show a replay. This This is a must replay. If they don't show replay, this is absolutely... Is that Billing? He literally just, he no, literally just camping. Be MVP. He was camp- oh, he was camping. Oh, no replay. Uh, Camping under a fly ball and just absolutely missed it. <laughs> uh, well, and then, oh, home run. Oof, God. All right. All right. Uh, next up on the pop culture update, do you guys have, do you have anything, Mateo? I'm just scrolling through. Jack, right, Jackie fantastic. Chan turning 60, 65 is great. So what is Jackie Chan turning? 65. Oh, okay. Yeah, good for Jackie yeah, Chan. I can't believe he's made it this far. Yeah, well, he does Still all his doing stunts. stunts. Yeah, yeah at 65. Flan, do you have another one? Um, let me think. Yes, I do. What's your? Um, I couldn't think of one that All quickly. Right, thank <laughs> you very much. Uh, I'm gonna put one up there. Kodak Black. 
And Kodak Black. Oh, yes, yes. Kodak, you were off about this last Kodak, night. Kodak Black better check himself, man. <laughs> He's disrespecting Nipsey Hustle and the legacy of Nipsey Hustle and his what, family, what, too. What would you do if Kodak Black heard this podcast and then just went after you on Twitter? Went after me on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I'd welcome it because, hey, I'd take that clout. But uh, B, it's just, uh, man, come on. Like, have some respect. This guy was uh, so prolific in the community. I also saw a tweet that said, we are holding Kodak Black to an unattainable standard for given that he is a, fl- uh, given from what project he is from in Florida, basically just equivalenting him to, like, you know, not scum, but just, like, not the highest of standards, which is a kind of a curious interpretation of that. But at the same time, it's like, have some decency. He's, he's lobbed out two apologies right now, and T.I.'s come after him and told him to check himself, and he's then told T.I. to pull up on him, and it's just he's inviting a whole lot of trouble into his life by just he keeps mouthing off. He, you don't do this, man. I'm, I'm dead serious when, I, when I'm, I'm not even joking. Like I really do think Nip is like this generation's Tupac, and that just happened, and you cannot, man, you do not make jokes about this guy. There's a lot of people that really cared about this man and will look after his family and make sure that nothing happens to them. So for you to come off some SoundCloud rapper like this who's got some, you know, recently got a bunch of clout and uh, not nearly anywhere on the, the level that Nipsey was at face value, he's a little bit more mainstream, but, uh, you know, it's it's ballsy to be coming after that. So when I see this stuff on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, I cringe and I'm just like, man, this is one of those times where you just got to put your foot in your mouth and, uh, and stop speaking. You know. All right, Mateo, you got anything else for us on the pop culture update? Nope, nothing else. All right, thank you. So Jackie Chan, how, how old did Jackie Chan turn again? 65. Jackie Chan is 65. Flan, do you have anything else? I got one more thing for the pop culture update if you don't have anything. Uh, no, I don't have anything else. All right, you don't have anything. Let's see if I'm going to do a quick little scroll on the Twitter machine. I always like when they tell me what shows are airing right now. I'm like, all right, well, I'm busy, so I can't watch those things. I like, watch Billions. Sorry. Oh. All right. Yeah, there's nothing there for me. I'm going to go back to Instagram. There's a there's a thing circulating on Instagram plan when you re-download the, uh, the app and you get back on there. You might see this with different apps that you follow. Uh, there is a Winnie the Pooh meme that is going around, and it is uh, – I don't know why, man, but it's just it's, – it's got me dying. Real good. Oh, I love dying. Uh, it's Winnie the Pooh, and it's different pictures. I'm trying. I'm showing you guys just for context. It's different pictures of Winnie the Pooh, like he's gonna. Regu- so it's a meme. It's a meme. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm gonna explain the meme right now out loud. It's uh, it's okay. Thank you. It's Winnie the Pooh regularly dressed. It's Winnie the Pooh in a tuxedo. It's Winnie the Pooh. It's Winnie the. No, stop! Do not encourage that. It's Winnie the Pooh in a top hat and monocle. It's Winnie the Pooh in a. You want some jelly pudding pie? Thank you. So it's just obviously it's one of those where your your speech gets elevated with each tier, and this one was calm your tits, soothe your boobs, undo the calamity that is your memories. Don't have a rack attack, and then a uh, a curveball that was thrown in there. They threw in uh, they threw in Pumbaa from Timon and Pumbaa, and it says Hakuna your tatas. So I just thought that was pretty clever. Also, I have the maturity level of now what I'm realizing is a teenage boy. Uh, and there's another one I saw that was Winnie the Pooh, Win- Winston the feces, and Winifred the defecation. Uh, <laughs> he says Halpert. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, he says Halpert. He's talking to Jim. What? I guess I don't have to listen to Wednesday's show now. Oh, no. It was a... Tra- it was 
God. <laughs> All right. Kudos to anybody that actually listened to the last show and is still listening to this at this point because we are now playing the greatest hits all over again. So, but yeah, the Winnie the Pooh meme, I'm, I'm digging. I'm finding it pretty funny. I think it's funny. So, uh, more funny than Flans. Yes. Oh, thank you. All right. What a way to punctuate that. All right, gentlemen, do you have anything else to say before we we end this episode of the podcast? Thank you for the double-digit salute. That's very appropriate. No, I thought it's the way I always close you guys, the show. Did you guys celebrate um, National Beer Day? What was that today? I, I had, had a beer. Today. I had I a, did cor- a frothy course. Nice. Oh, no, I didn't have a beer. It's not too late, though. No, gotcha. It's getting pretty late, and I have to wake yeah. up early. I don't know if I'm still going to do it. I could do it. Just Fading. say, say F it, because it's National Beer Day. Why not? <laughs> nice. One o'clock in the morning, you're just yeah. five beers deep. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Three shots deep. Yeah. Wow! Looking at the clock. Yeah, I did. I, well, no, yeah, I wouldn't do shots on National Beer Day, but just looking at the clock, like, damn, i got to be up in two hours. Might as well have another beer. Uh, <laughs> one more beer. Yeah. That'd be wild. I mean, that'd be interesting. That's where you know you have a real problem is if you start showing up to work on the regularly drunk. But like, if you just happen to have to show up to work today and you're still a little drunk from the night before, and you're like, oh, it's National Beer not, Day. Not, guys. not, not hangover drunk. Like where you're just like, oh man, like where you wake up and you are still like, oh fuck, like I have to go to work. I better like, take a lift to work. Yeah, right. Like I would, I would love to experience one of those. Actually, no, I wouldn't because I'd be very jeopardizing. But I'd love to hear stories about mm-hmm. that, about how it went and the roller coaster ride that was your shift that day. All right, uh, Mateo, any announcements? Anything? Any last-minute takes you want to get off your chest? Now's your time. No, check out check out the Oliver's Instagram for my beer pick for tomorrow. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I keep, I'll keep plugging the Mateo my day. A, can you give us a hint as to what beer it's going to be? They're, they're located in Petaluma. Oh, so Lagunitas? Yeah, ding, ding, ding. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Very tough. Ding! What kind of beer? That's the Waldo that came out. Oh, the so, 420 Waldos is back? Yeah, back uh, in April. 11%, 100 IBUs. What? They say it's their dankest, hoppiest beer. Can you save me two six-packs? Dude, we got a whole pallet if you want. Yeah, okay, if you want, I sure. can put yeah, two. Yeah, because I have, I have ones from last year still in the do closet. Really? I got to bust those out. I might do that. I might bust that out for National Beer Holy Day. Holy crap, dude. The alcohol percentage probably went up on them. Yeah, probably. Actually, that'd be a rough idea. I shouldn't do that. Not today. I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, I'll there's some chewy that. beers. I'll, do, I'll enjoy that one tomorrow. But yeah, I've got a couple. Like I have an Aunt Sally that's only like four six, but I'm sure that's up a little bit because they're all yep. from the they're from the 2018 or 2017 one hitter series. So they might be skunked, but dude, they don't we'll make see. Aunt Sally anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They might stopped. never. Might never open that. That's yeah, a. Just that's <laughs> a <collection laughs> Where is it? What? The, the beers? Beer, yeah. The beers. They're in my room. You're just chilling. They're in my closet in a in a in a Footlocker, so they're in a nice, <laughs> cool, dark place. So it's not like there they're getting super skunky, ah, but yeah, they're just they're tucked away for a special occasion. And now I'm finding out the special occasions that I might bust them out. Like tonight, I might just go and have a racer five just to celebrate for the day. You know. Ah. But, all right, Flan. Any announcement that you want to make on the podcast or anything? Announcement. I was like, oh, if you want to follow me, Flan seven zero seven on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> he's back on Instagram. You got to redownload the app on your phone though. Yeah. Yeah, and then be careful of whose pictures you like. Yeah, there's a lot of. I think I think I think for the next like month, I'm not gonna like any pictures. Just you have to, to be like, so ready for the amount of uh, videos of just chicks showing off their ass or working out and just cameras. That's being why I'm making sure there. the girls I do follow are not those kind of. Yeah, actually, well, the one I do is Rhea. She does that. Uh, well, I'm just saying, be ready. There is a whole crop of women out there that are just Instagram air quotes. Influencers. I was gonna follow the uh, Alex Cooper girl from the sh- Call Her Daddy, but mm. I was like, nah. It's yeah, thirst traps, thirst traps, man. You gotta be careful of those. Uh, There's a lot plan, of thirst. Plans always thirsty. A lot of thirst traps. <laughs> out there. You can never quench that <laughs> thirst. Yeah. 
Mateo can vouch. Not even with that clenched gun. I feel like sometimes you can't even open up your Instagram app in public because it'll just come misconstrued as some, like, it could be quite possibly pornographic in nature. And especially if someone was to catch that just briefly looking over your shoulder, you just scroll by and there's just some chick deciding to twerk on spring break. You know, it's just like, Jesus Christ. Instagram and searching hashtags. I try not to search hashtags when I'm in, like, a break room because you don't know what is going to pop up. Be careful. Save that for on your own time. And that's not, I'm not even saying that like it's weird. It's just that's the safe play because you don't know what other people are going to see on your, your searches there. All right. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. We'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, don't, I, well, Flan, you're not going to be here, huh? Nope. Okay. Flan won't be, I'll here. be here for the next two. Won't be here for the next two. What are you talking about? Sunday will be in, down in uh, Palm Springs. Oh, okay. Damn. So, but Mateo, you'll be back. Yeah, in the I'll week. be back. All right, Wednesday's up in the air. Don't know. We gotta find a co-host. I might, I, I might do it. Depending on how tired I am, I might do it by myself. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. No promises. Reach out to John. Maybe. I, yeah, actually, that's a good point. I could do it with John, but I see John tomorrow. I'm gonna. Give I'd John have a to hard stay time. up later because we've been dropping the Wednesday uh, episodes a little bit earlier. So I kind of like that. I come accustomed to that. Um, but all right. Anyway, enjoy this. Uh, or I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we will see you on the next episode, whether that be on Wednesday, if I'm not lazy and I decide to do it and find a co-host, or if we wait until sun- next Sunday and we get another mock draft and we break down all the stories and all that fun stuff. Um, all right. So to the haters and losers, of which there are many. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah, 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 I smoke two joints in the morning, I smoke two joints at night, I left you alone for the healing since I never gave you life. I walked and built a feeling, I got diamonds in my eyes But let's be real, Godzilla in my trunk can't afford my prize Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh Can you feel the earth? You saying Godzilla in the trunk eh. Got my mans in the villa with skunk eh. I can't trust not a soul, I'm alone eh. Everybody done died her back home eh. I've been trying to reach you for the longest Let's smoke clear, but you know my tree be the strongest My branches got banks, I'ma be here the longest I dare you, little bitch, can I be on no bullshit? Young nigga shit, I'ma get ridiculed for dumb shit Don't rain in California, but my niggas ready to dump shit I don't like no fake big, but you bagging like school lunches I eat beach, you eat ass nigga like num num, that's scrumptious Don't like no fake niggas, wanna collab for the clout But I know you niggas already know what I'm about But I've been bossing since a jitty and we litty at the house Niggas claim they don't wave, but use waste for they rouse, nigga Feel the earth.